there's something about lighting a hot steamy pile of of waste on fire on a doorpost that just really makes you feel alive that or slinging a works toilet bull bomb in the back of a dude's pickup truck welcome back to privy privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded from my home bathroom i'm your host hunter hoover and i love bathrooms Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, we really appreciate you listening. It, it's it's nice to have you here. You know, I'm I'm wedged away in the the back corners of my home restroom now, and uh, yeah, I'm glad you could join me here in the bathroom. A sentence that many would probably not say very often. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to discuss something here. So my my coworker and friend uh, Wehrman, former guest of the show. Um, it's, he's, he's sully deep in the middle of golf season right now. He's, he's really like got himself worked up over golf. And one of the things that he did in his, in his, um, well, impaired state after his hernia surgery, uh, if you want to hear that, go back and find his episode, um, is, is he ordered a bunch of golf supplies that, are questionable what exactly their their purpose is and what their use is, uh, and and one of these is I don't even know the name of it. Um, I've just called it Wehrman's special golf juice. Uh, it's supposed to make you like more powerful and help you focus harder. But but for me, I'm I'm exactly two of these small packets in now. Um, I've I've tried them twice, and both times I'm here to report. Besides more power and added focus, they they also come with a sweet, sweet fill of diarrhea. So that's fun. I've also noticed, uh, and we'll, we'll have to talk about this when we come back and talk about this in an episode in full, because it needs its own, it needs its own attention here. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't note that I have been using a bidet um, somewhat more frequently since it has gotten installed. And I've noticed that often after using the bidet, um, I have like mad gas. Like I produce more gas post bidet usage. And and if that's too much information, um, you know, couple that Wehrman's special golf juice, um, his very powerful golf juice, coupled with the the bidet farts, as I'm going to call them, you know, it just makes for a rowdy afternoon in 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 general. Um, and if the term bidet farts is too crass for you, you might just want to walk away now. Tis the season here at Privy. Um, right around the corner is is another April Fool's Day. Now, uh, there, it, it's a day of pranking and 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 fun having. As long as the folks that are being pranked are having fun, you know that's a general rule of thumb. If the person being pranked ain't having fun, it's probably not fun anymore. Uh, but with April Fools right around the corner. In the past on the show, it's, it's been two years now. Two years ago, um, we discussed April Fool's Day pranks and classic bathroom pranks and bathroom-related pranks that you can pull. Uh, you got your classics. You got the upper decker or the, the hot, hot chocolate upper decker. I'm not going to explain all these, but if you don't know what an upper decker is, you essentially take a deuce in the top part of a person's toilet and just leave it. The Swiss Miss Upper Decker is you just dump hot cocoa mix in there. It makes a mess. 
You can sneak a creepy picture in the shower, scare the poop out of them. You might be even do them a favor at that point. Like, you're already in the bathroom. If you're going to terrify someone to the point where they shaz themselves, you might as well do it in the bathroom. Drawing a spider on the toilet paper and then, like, re-rolling it back up, that's a classic move. Like, they pull it out and they see what looks like a black spot spider. <laughs> they, they freak out about it. It's good stuff. You can also just position a small fake plastic spider to fall out um, while they are doing their, their toilet paper unrolling. You can replace their soap with various substances. Uh, I think of I think it's Liar Liar where they dye the guy blue using his swapping his soap out for like blue hair dye. It's pretty good stuff. There's giving someone squishies. Um, which, of course, is just sticking ketchup packets under the contact points of the toilet seat. I think I shared on the previous pranks episode that you can accomplish a similar but more rowdy effect by sticking those like throw-down poppets underneath the contact points. They sit down and it's pop, pop, you know. They're going to they're gonna get a rise on that one. It's all classic stuff. And we talked about a lot of this way back in 2021. But we've learned a lot. We've grown up a lot since then. And I want to share with you two instances this week. One is a cult classic. We have to, we have to get up on it more often, I think. You know, I think if we brought this back, and I'm going to discuss why I think it has fallen by the wayside. But we're, we're going to discuss strategies to help prepare for or ward yourself against. And so the first of our of our April Fool's Day 2023 pranks, and, and, and if I need plausible deniability here, I'm going to say right out of the gate, don't do these. Do not do these. And if you do, you probably aren't being, quote, very nice. I, I should note that if a person were to perform either of these, it would be rude, it would be inappropriate, and it would probably cross multiple lines and personal boundaries. That said, I think it's time for a Hunter's Anecdotes to keep you afloat. This Hunter's Anecdotes is called Regrettable Pranks from High School. When I was in high school, I, I went to I went to high school in the middle of nowhere, Montana, Sims, Montana. Uh, it the population's small, and the high school is even smaller. Um, and, you know, there there's not like a lot of extracurricular. I mean, they had sports at the school and band and stuff, and pretty much every kid was involved in something. But, like, there wasn't like a, a scene to go do something in town. Like, it, you kind of had to create your own fun. And, boy, did we create our own fun. We, you know, we were all, we were all over pranks with this stuff. We... We would stick Vaseline underneath people's car door handles. You know, Vaseline comes from the bathroom. It's loosely related. Sometimes you'd stick ketchup under there, but like ketchup does ruin the paint and finish of a car. So you want to be careful when you're doing stuff like that because you never know. Like you don't, you don't actually want to mess up somebody's car. That's all I'm saying. Another, another classic. Um, we, we would go light off dry ice bombs. Um, or works toilet bowl bombs. And I'm not here to, I ain't here to teach you that. Cause I'm pretty sure like something bad could happen if I like teach that. But all you gotta know is like we would, we would make these things. And usually the works toilet bowl bombs, those are a little easier to come by. Um, it's not as hard to come by works toilet bowl cleaner than it is to dry ice. But 
you know, we would, we would make these and we would toss them out into people's front yards. We would toss them into the back of dudes' trucks as they're getting ready to drive away. And I didn't realize how much fun this was. I mean, I, I should, let me rephrase that. I couldn't imagine how much fun these would have been, just in case. Uh, but when I, when I went home, uh, I think it was for, for either spring break or the summer, um, my wife, my now wife, that the time girlfriend, um, on a <laughs> former guest, multiple guest, uh, would come to visit. And I remember the, I remember the first time she went out works toilet bull bombing people with us. And it, it's just a blast. You know, you, you, you make the thing and you toss it and the dude's like driving a boom. You just hear this big pop. The dude thinks his tire has blown. He pulls over on the side of the road. Uh, it's a good time. You know, it's, it's teens being stupid. What, what, what more do you want? But there was a couple times, one that I was member to where we pulled off a classic dookie foot. When we lived in, we, we attended school in Sims, Montana, but our, our youth group met in Fort Shaw, Montana. And after youth group, sometimes we would get up to no good. Uh, I will be the first to admit that. And one week, I don't remember who we got, but we all got the idea that we were going to go around ding-dong ditching people. And we ding-dong ditched a few. We ditched a few people. And then at some point in the evening, it was decided that, oh, we're going to dookie foot somebody. And I remember we, like, we, I don't remember who it was, but I just remember we, we failed at doing it. Like, we, we got our little bag. We got our little grocery paper bag. And we, I'm pretty sure we stuck a cow turd in it. And we went up and we lit it on fire on this dude's porch. Um, and the problem was, and the unsafe thing was, is we didn't stick around to watch. I remember distinctly lighting this and running away and never looking back. Never seeing, A, what was his reaction or her reaction. And B, this is probably why I don't remember who we did it to. But we didn't stick around to make sure that there was no like potential fire hazard to this person's home. We were negligent at best. But man, it's the thrill, you know, there's something about lighting a hot steamy pile of, of waste on fire on a doorpost that just really makes you feel alive. That or slinging a works toilet bowl bomb in the back of a dude's pickup truck. Those are the good, those are, those are some of the good days right there. Um, we used to harass the Taco Bell people too. This has been Hunter's Anecdotes to keep you afloat. As is noted from the Hunter's Anecdotes, the first prank I want to discuss is that of a dookie foot. Now, this goes by a lot of different names. Crap foot, um, flaming bag of crap. All of these are good. But I've chosen dookie foot because, or poopy foot, if you would, because it really gets to the heart of what you're going for here. It really gets to the, the to the as Nacho Libre would say it, the nitty gritty of what's going on here. Let's listen up. Let's listen up, kids. That's crisp. Oh. Oh. The orange vanilla seltzer is hitting real hard tonight. Uh, it's just the best. You know, I've, I recently bonded, kind of half bonded, but I bonded with a coworker. He didn't know it, but I, I bonded with him um, over our shared love of orange vanilla seltzer. It's a good thing. It's a good thing.
In case you didn't know, or if you were hoping to replicate it on this April Fool's Day, a dookie foot is performed as follows. Your materials needed are 1. A brown paper bag. 2. A small hand shovel. That one's optional. I guess you could just get mitts deep in on that, um, but it, for me, mass effectiveness is your <laughs> mass effect. Mass effectiveness, you're going to want to get a, a small shovel, a trowel, if you will. You're going to want a lighter, and you're going to want a neighbor that you really want to screw with. It's pretty self-explanatory. Like, if I need to walk you through this, well, then I just will. Um, you're going to take the brown paper bag, and you're going to pop it open. Now, you're going to want to load the brown paper bag with dog poop. You can choose any type of poop, but I say dog poop because it's the most readily available, I feel like. And, you know, I mean, I guess you could shaz in the bag yourself, and that's your own, like, thing that you'll have to work out with you and your god. Um, But, you know, I, the, the standard issue canine poop is going to work just fine. Like, you know, there's no reason to get silly about it. You don't need to get freaking Willy Wonka's chocolate factory about it. Just get a standard issue dog turd. Load up that paper bag with standard issue dog turd. And in my experience, um, I again, I have performed exactly two dookie foots to memory. So um, you're going to want as fresh of a dog poop as you can get. More on this in a moment. The fresh dog poop will become important. You load the bag. You find the neighbor's porch, and you make sure they do not have a mat. Um, you you don't want to you you want to do it on concrete or on whatever the surface is. Cause you don't want to ruin the mat. Like you could light the mat on fire. You could light. You could get the mat's going to get full of poop. I mean, I guess unless you really want to be mean. You can add a paper towel to the bag. It's going to help the burning process. And you're going to place the bag, and you light it on fire, and then you make sure right. Right as you make sure that it's burning really well, um, you ring the doorbell or you knock and you take off. Now, you do not want to do what I did. You're not going to want to do what I did, which is never look at see what happened of this dookie foot. You're going to want to make sure that you stay nearby, not only to make sure the fire doesn't get out of hand, but you're going to want to see their reaction. Like, that's the whole fun. I don't know what I was thinking. Actually, I do know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking at all because I was ding-dong ditching and dookie-footing people in Fort Shaw, Montana, circa 2008 to 2010. Um, if all goes well, they open their door, they see this flaming pile of something, and they start stomping to put the fire out, thus the term dookie-foot. Dookie now, this is why you want as fresh a dog poop as possible because if you start stomping like a hardened dog turd like i'm talking a well-seasoned week old dog turd it ain't gonna do much like that ain't gonna do but if you get a fresh dog turd that's just soft and goopy it's gonna be slinging everywhere they're gonna have dog poop slinging all over that front porch if all goes well they've got dog poop all over their foot which is as we know is always a classic you can also lay more uh, hardened dog poop on the top of their car. That's a, that's a, you know, if you want a passive-aggressive way to get somebody, find yourself just like a, just a, about a four to six day old dog turd laying in the grass. Grab it with a napkin and stick it on top of somebody's car. Man, it, it's, it's a really, it's a harmless thing. They drive away, it's going to fall right off. But when they walk out and they just see a dog turd on top of their car, then that's good stuff. Um... It's just funny to watch. This is an excellent, the, the dookie foot is an excellent option of 
of a way to get dog poop onto your neighbor's porch. And if you're lucky and have performed this correctly, onto their foot. But there's another excellent option for poop and bathroom-related pranks. And, and it's a little more sophisticated. It's another... There's, there's another way to get animal poop on your neighbor's doorstep. For the low, low price of $17.95 plus shipping and handling, you can send a pile of cow crap to a friend or, in, if, if you're into that, an enemy, anonymously online. But you're, you're not, to do this, you're not going to the local farmer's field and snagging a pile of cow turds and putting them in a box and mailing it. I mean, you could. Like, you could. You could go out and do this yourself, I guess, and save yourself the money. All you have to do is pay postage. But I think in doing that, you're going to lose a lot of the the charm. But you can pay someone else to perform this maneuver for you. Um, again, you're paying for a service. If you visit poopsenders.com, you can order a package of cow, elephant, or gorilla poop to send to, to someone anonymously through the mail. Or if you really want to splurge and you really want to give them a treat, you can order a combo pack. Now, I like the idea of a getting a combo pack of poop, like someone ordering a case of energy drinks and you get the multi-pack. Circle back up to the top. I, I told you about Wehrman's special golf juice, his very good golf juice. Um, Wehrman and I were also looking at ordering just a bunch of goat fuel. Wehrman's one of those people that like he just gets email ads for all sorts of stuff and he's just he he's gotta chase it down. Um but he got one for goat fuel. And imagine imagine just just galloping around, casually sipping goat fuel. Join the herd. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a sponsor, but you know, goat fuel, if you want to send me some goat fuel, um that'd be flipping rad. Uh Mostly because I cannot find it in a store to buy over here. We tried. But I, I imagine opening your mail and there's just a multi-pack of crap. Just just someone just totally stanked you. And the best part is these poopsenders.com, they, man, they have these things loaded so well. that It comes with a little note that says, you just got pooped on. Turn this card over to find out who did it. But... The thing is, is the card is inside the sealed bag of poop. So to, quote, figure out who did it, they have to open the bag of poop, thus releasing the stinky deuce orders into their nostrils. Um, and then you flip the card over and it's like, we'll never tell. It's so good. It's such a sweet, sweet gem of a prank. Yeah, go go order yourself and get, you know, for April Fool's Day, really treat somebody. Send them, send them some poop in poopsenders.com. I did reach out to the operators of Poop Senders to see if they wanted to come on the show, but uh, I never heard back. Maybe one day. Uh, we would. I would love to get the, the origin story of Poop Senders. But it's a smart idea. Repurposing zoo poops for pranks. And you can land a small to large bag of turds on someone's front porch. It's great. Poop on the doorstep. What a world. And speaking of poop on the doorstep, this brings us to another segment of Poo in the News. This Poo in the News is uh, 
brought to you by a KUTV that is uh, local Utah. I think this is the Salt Lake City area. Um, news article titled, Utah Man Puts Poop in Packages to Deter Porch Pirates. The article reads, a Utah man who owns property in Salt Lake City, okay, so Salt Lake City, um, Capitol Hill neighborhood, I don't know if that's, if you're from Salt Lake, shout at me, is this nice? Um, it's probably a nicer neighborhood. And he's been keeping tally of how many porch packages he has had pirated. And he claims that he is at 113 going on 114 packages pirated from his front porch. The tally, according to uh, Josh Blumenthal, uh, which is the, the person who has come up with this very good thing, he says he has security cameras capturing all the angles, and, and it doesn't stop him. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I Figure this amid news, poo in the news rant. But this is why I think so many of these very good pranks have fallen by the wayside as ring cameras and flipping simply safe security systems. Like, who's going to dookie foot somebody if their face is all over the ring camera on the front porch? Like, it's just kind of too risky nowadays to run the, run the dookie foot. If somebody, we need to workshop a modern year 2023 of our Lord ring camera defensive dookie foot. That said, if you're getting dookie footed or something else, put yourself a ring camera up. Um, you'll catch them, or at least you'll see what they look like. But Mr. Blumenthal, he reports that they drive up, they park, they get out, they grab the package, and they run. Um, this has happened to him 113 times. And you know, you see these videos on YouTube of the Porch Pirates, and, man, and I see that and I just go, man, like, what, what are the audacity of these people? Like, Aren't you worried? My luck, I'm like, I would never do this. I, I would never steal somebody's stuff off their porch, mostly because stealing's wrong and you're dumb if you do it. But like my luck, if I was going for it, I would reach down to grab the box and they'd open the flipping door and I'd be like, well, jigs up. But this guy, Blumenthal, um, he has been placing boxes of crap on his front porch and he's getting pretty intricate because at first they were just boxes but now he's got like labels and he makes it look as if he has received a package in the mail but really what it is is he's just entering the cat litter or putting the dog poop straight into the box and just taping it up throwing a label on it and setting it on his front porch now this is genius because like he notes he's gonna have to put the cat litter in the garbage can anyway, he might as well stick it in a box and really get some porch pirate. He, he says it's, he, it's almost like a art series. He posts the security camera video on social media. If you want to check this out, um, yeah, uh, Lincoln Graves is one of the, the reporters who reported on this, but I'll see if I can find links and send you some links to these videos. It's, it's something else. Um, but now people are starting, like, word is starting to get out. Like, if you if you porch pirate this dude, there's a chance you're getting a box of turds. And he, he has repeat offenders. That's the crazy part. Like, these people come back. They've even weighed them. They've checked the label. And th there's some people that get mad at him. Like, they have the nards to roll up and, and porch pirate this guy. And then when they realize that they got a box of cat crap, they're, like, mad at him. Uh, he, he, the one 
one thief said he was going to call the cops for mailing poop, to which Blumenthal so rightfully says, he's like, I ain't mailing it. I just put it in a box and set it out front. You're the one that picked it up. Um, it's a fantastic prank. It's a phenomenal gag. If you live in an area where you get porch pirated at all, I, I please, I plead with you. I beg you. Do this. Uh, just put just put animal crap in a box, tape it up, put a label on it, and stick it out in the front. Just make my day. Document it. Take a picture of it. Send it to us, privycast at gmail.com. This, this guy is a legend. Uh, Josh Blumenthal, you are a legend. Um, I have so much respect for this move. It's, it's the perfect dad move. Like, you know what, kid? You want my package? You can have it. Receive my entire package full of brown, hot brown mess. So good. I, th- this closes out another Who in the News? You know, as I noted, the the days of ring cameras have really slowed down porch pooping pranks and otherwise. Um, what a world, you know, whether you're putting poop on your own doorstep to, de- to deter pirates or pranking someone else through the options of either getting poop on their doorstep through the mail or lighting it on fire. I hope you have a safe and fun pranking season this year. You know, here on Privy, one of the things we try to take time to do is we try to take time to be thankful. And, and you know, there's a lot of serious holidays. There's a lot of good serious holidays, and we need those. You know, we need the holidays that are remembrances and times to slow down. But I think it's absolutely okay to just really let her rip sometimes on April Fool's Day. Like, you need a prank every now and then. It's okay. We can be thankful for services like poopsenders.com. They are quite literally doing the dirty work. Um, it's the Lord's work. No. We can also be thankful that we, the fun that is to be had in pranking. Um, and, if you're, and if you fear getting dookie-footed, if you open your door and there's anything on fire, you're going to stop. Don't step in it. But you're going to go and you're going to get a shovel and you're going to scoop it up and you're going to take it somewhere and then deal with it. Make it not be on fire on your porch. Stay calm. The flaming pile on your porch is probably turds. Happy pranking. This brings us to the end of an ep- another episode of Privy. We would love for you to follow us on social media. We're at PrivyCast on all social media. Um, join us there. Share, share the show. You know, copy those links, share them on your social media, recommend the show. Word of mouth is huge. We're trying to grow this in the ways that we can. And just the biggest way is word of mouth. I would love for you to share the show. Just take the link, put it on your Facebook. When a new episode comes out, share the episode. You never know. You might make somebody's day. Probably not. Send us an email, privycast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to uh, receive any feedback, pictures, comments, videos, questions, concerns. Send them to privycast at gmail.com. We'd love to, we'd love to see those. You can follow me. I'm at Alet7 on all social media. Um, as always, we want to thank Kevin McLeod and Poddington Bear for the use of their music. Thanks, Kevin and Poddington. 
leave us a rating or review. The five-star options are preferred. Um, and as noted, those, those reviews and those ratings you leave, a dollar for each of those is going to go to the Wounded Warriors Project. So if anything, share the show. Tell people to leave a, leave a five-star rating so that way we can donate some money to the Wounded Warriors. Um, Lord knows that our meager donations are not enough. As we've said, keep pooping in the free world, but the free world wasn't always free. Show them some love. This brings us to the end of another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for joining us. Own your stank, wash your butthole, and as always, don't forget to flush. <laughs>